Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Teach Me Pokemon, the podcast. I'm your host, Corey, and along with my co-host, Jared, we're best friends, been playing Pokemon for a very long time. All right, we are back with another episode of the Teach Me Pokemon podcast. Uh, I'm here, Corey, with my co-host, Jared, as always, but we got a special guest with us today. Oh, it's not yes, just, we do. Not just Jared and I. We don't, you, know, you hear us talk all the time. We don't need to have us all talk all the time. We got, we got Aiden here with us, uh, runner-up at the Knoxville Regionals that happened this past weekend, or, or two weekends ago, or whenever this was. Jared, you were there with your son, Elijah. Not in the tournament, but that's okay. Not in the tournament. That's okay. You won. Side events. Side events yeah, for the win, baby. You, you won side <laughs> events. I saw that. I, I, that's on Limitless. <laughs> Jared wins side <laughs> events. No, but uh, Aiden, how are you doing, man? Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I'm Aiden Coos. Uh, I've been playing for about 10 years, give or take, uh, from San Antonio. Uh, grown up here, lived here my entire life. Um I know Corey's from uh, Waco, still lives there, so I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've been, uh, I'm actually, I think I'm ranked fifth now in North America for Oof. the 2024 season. Heck um, yeah. It's, uh, and I finished top 16 last year, and I'm just trying to, trying to chase a little bit of something. I mean, like, if we keep on climbing the rankings, my goal is eventually to, get, to be number one, but uh, we'll see if we ever get there. Yeah. Well, you've, I mean, Aiden, you've shown, like, skill and ability in this game since you were a little kid, you know, playing in juniors and stuff. I mean, I remember going down to San Antonio. We hit up some league cups down there, and you, the league, the scene was just growing in San Antonio, and everyone's like, hey, you got to check out this Aiden kid. You got to check out this Aiden kid, you know? And it was like, you know, you, you see juniors or seniors, you're like, I don't know if they'll, they'll stay with the game or not, but it's been fun to, like, keep up with you and watch your name and, and performing really well, so... First off, man, we're just proud of you, dude. This is great. Showing, yeah. showing up for Texas. So that's what we like. That's right. Texas in the house, baby. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before we jump in, are you uh, are you a part of a team or anything of that degree? Or are you, you just running on your own? Or talk to us about that. Um. Yeah. So uh, I actually am a part of uh, – we're sponsored by uh, The Daily Grind, which is a – we're an online retailer um, – for the most part, uh, cool. I think that there's some loose plans to maybe open up a brick and mortar store in the uh, in the store in the future. 
uh, nice. probably based out of Atlanta. Um, our sponsor, Jerry, he's uh, lived lived here in San Antonio for about 10 years and uh, just moved back to Atlanta, uh, setting up shop over there. Um, really nice guy. Uh, and our team is, uh, I, I'd say, one of the most accomplished uh, results-wise out of this entire season. Uh, we have me, uh, Raymond, who's won, uh, he won Peoria Regionals this past year, uh, 2023-2024 season. Andrew Estrada, former world champion, uh, won Pittsburgh Regionals this year. Grant Hayes, um, he's got second at San Antonio Regionals this year. I just played second at Knoxville. Lucas Zing, he's really consistent. He was, uh, he has, yeah. uh, he almost never whiffs money at the tournaments. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then we got Jake, who's, uh, Jake's one of all of our favorite people. And we enjoy having him on the team. Nice, Jake. So. Shout out, Jake. Shout out, Jake. <laughs> Shout out, Jake. <laughs> well, Shout out, Jake. I, I didn't even know we, we had Lucas on like, uh, oh, yeah. A couple months back, remember? We had, he was yeah. running the, um, Shin Pao. Shin Pao, Shin yeah. Pao. Lucas, Shin Pao. Lucas is a uh, yeah. He's he's also a part of the team. He's been uh he's been really consistent this season. I mean, like, uh, I'm really proud of at least what the what the team has shown. Uh, even though we're not as big as like the other teams, we don't really market ourselves as much as the other teams do. Yeah. Uh, we still play the game. We have a we have a, we're fortunate to have a nice sponsor. Um, we're still kind of working out on the details of like how to like make our name really get out there a little bit more. But like, cool for the most part, from what we want to be like a close knit group of friends that like test with each other, yeah, and uh, just chill. I mean, so without and you don't have to get into too many details here. So how does like the the team aspect work as far as like does the sponsor like cover entry fees or do they just help get your name out or like what's the what's the perks about having like a sponsor like that? Um, so I know it's it's very different depending on every single sponsor, but most of these organizations are more just like trying to uh, to help more competitive players. Like we're all college students for the most part. Mm. Um, we're head to toe deep in student loans or whatever <laughs> our our various financial um, yeah. stances are. Yeah. Um, it's more just financially help us get out to these tournaments and sustain this lifestyle because it's like it is um, nowadays. It's like we have to travel a lot. There's a lot of factors that are going in just to attend these tournaments and keep our uh, name up there and keep on just getting out to these tournaments. So, I mean, like, it's mainly helping us from a financial standpoint, but also it's like, uh, it's kind of just a nice thing to do um, to uh, kind of just like get recognition for like being a part of something. Cause mm-hmm. it's like we work together, we work together we on our ideas, our decks. So, we like, uh, there's always input. Even I know a lot of like the, the groups, uh, like I know Azul's group, they they play the same 60 to every event. I mean, we're not that strict whenever it comes to that type of stuff, but it's like we work a lot on like what we're doing for, for the event. And um, it's really more just kind of like, it's, uh, think about it kind of like a spirit org, whenever you go to like college or university, you're kind mm-hmm. of like trying to just like get a group of friends and uh, kind of like have a reason for y'all to hang out. I mean, like, but even if even if we weren't on the team, I'm sure we'd still all be friends. We'd still all be testing with each other just as much as we do now. There's still a lot of people that aren't on the team that we test with and we're close knit friends with. And uh, cool. I mean, yeah, it's just a cool thing to be a part of. Cool little friendly opportunity. That's cool. That makes me think of our college existence, except you guys are successful. <laughs> you have a sponsor. I don't think we, we were sponsored by University Parks Apartments, where we practiced all the time. Uh, <laughs> but you, yeah. but yeah, you, you, you were playing long before that, so I, I totally get it. But that, 
That's exciting because to me that is that's the heart of what this is all about. You're you're out there trying to win, but if you were doing it maybe by yourself, it wouldn't be as enjoyable. Yeah, and um, and we have uh, like our sponsor Jerry. He's been playing this season. He played last season. He tried to get his invite. He only needed a top two fifty six at NAIC. Didn't get there. Oh. Um, but yeah, he he came down to the last round. Uh, he whiffed the winning in, oh. but um. Dang. He he was almost there last year. This year he's um he's off to a pretty good start. I mean, he got his first day two, got some points at LAIC, and uh, I think he's probably gonna get. I think the goal the goal is is that everyone on the team gets their invite, and I think everyone's on a really good track right now. So we have Wait. three, no, four people are well. Lucas is at five ninety nine. Oh. He can attend the league challenge and get his invite. So yeah, he'll get there. Um, but um, I the goal is to and Andrew Andrew Estrada already has his invite because he won a regional. So. We have five people qualified right now out of the seven, so we just gotta drag the last two along and we'll get there. You gotta get Jerry there, poor Jerry. Yeah, we gotta get Jerry. Come on, Jerry. Jerry. No, Jerry. Jerry will get there. Jerry will get there. He <laughs> needs a couple cup wins. I mean, he doesn't have really many cup wins, but he's been doing. Yeah, he he hasn't whiffed uh, points this year. He's been getting points. He's Good. been pretty solid. Good. Uh, hasn't had that breakout finish yet, but he's uh, yeah. he's been really solid in his placements. Did uh did y'all match up against each other in Knoxville? Uh, I played against Lucas at Knoxville, and oh. I hit turn one Greninja against him, and he was pretty cheese. Oh, um, come he's on. Playing, he was playing the Chi Pow. I know him, uh, Grant Shen, and Reagan, and Christian, like a bunch of our, like, we have our uh, little age group from seniors, like all of them still talk and test with each other. A lot of them played Chi Pow this weekend, because they're all uh, C-Pow demons. Uh, <laughs> Ji Shen calls himself the CEO Pow. The so, CEO Pow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They, they they all wanted to play GM Pow this weekend. Uh, they didn't play Manaphy, so I just uh, went. I went first one game, hit Greninja on my second turn, mm. kill both the Frigidaxes, turn two. Um, say I, I went second, lost vacuum three Kofi's Colrus double Mirage oh. Gate. All right, there's there's t- two two Frigidax are back in the discard. Oh my Yowch. gosh, jeez, dude. So, Yowch. Well, let's say let's just start. Let's just get into it. So tell us about what you ran at knoxville and then just your your day one and day two what 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 happened what went on yeah um so day one i well pretty much at charlotte i'm gonna go back a little bit to charlotte okay. uh just because uh at charlotte i played the exact same deck and i innovated a lot for it uh, i put in a lot of time before charlotte and that's where i mainly like uh did all the play testing all of the work for the deck was leading up to charlotte i um I, unfortunately i took a risky id not I didn't think it was risky at the time because mm-hmm. I checked Pokey stats. My resistance was 62%. Okay. And I was going to 33 match points on the last round. Okay. Um, so I ID'd my last round at Charlotte and I ended up dropping 10% in resistance and getting Whoa. 33rd. Oh, at the no. So I that was the difference between me getting $1,000 and 18 packs. So oh, <laughs> I, um, dude, that's brutal. So I, ended, so I ended up going. 10-2-3, went 4-0-2 in day two, and I got uh, 18 packs. So that was a little wow. disappointing. And mm. especially th- since I didn't really think I played that bad. Yeah. Um, I felt, I mean, I felt like it was a good matchup. I just took the ID because I thought I was guaranteed in the top 32. And I knew if I win, I wasn't getting top eight. So yeah. I saw that, that it would be mutually beneficial to me and my opponent to get us both in the top 32. Luckily, my opponent did make it in the top 32. So that was a good thing. I didn't cause us both to miss. So, um but uh, yeah, I got thirty third. Was pretty upset after that one. Uh, going into the Knoxville, I was like, "There's one good thing that I could take out of this is that my deck didn't really get that uh, revealed to the mm. public. Like they're, they're like they have to look at the top sixty four results, which is a lot 
it weighs a lot less compared to if I were to have made like top eight or something. Yeah, like for sure. sure. Um, so I just ran the same deck back. Um, and going into this tournament, uh, I was 4-0, started out pretty good, hit a couple Guardies, hit a couple Tinas. Uh, then I was at table one. I hit a Tina, double brick. Uh, I lost. I mean, just had some really unfortunate hands. It's Pokemon. There's variants. Happens. Mm -hmm. um, then the next round, I hit uh, what, like one of my worst matchups in the tournament, which is Urshifu and Teleon. Mm -hmm. uh, Alex Kreckler, he plays top 32 at Worlds with the same deck. Uh, it's a very bad matchup. Good player. Um, get absolutely annihilated mm. uh go get some go get some food nice uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> always good for the lunch break always, always good, always good. yeah break. when you get annihilated too you got that more yeah. time just, yeah you just gotta go go out go outside the venue get some food chill um yeah and then i hit a roaring moon player uh unfortunately we weren't able to finish the three games i was trying to really play as perfect as i could he didn't really play that fast either so mm. um just naturally tied in game three I offered him the gentleman's agreement. He he denied it. Uh, cool, we just tie, uh, but we both can still make day two. Yeah. So um, I went out my last two games pretty easily, block lax, and then uh, I hit a Tina, and the Tina bricked against me. So mm. uh, pretty easy dubs. And then going into day two at six two one never feels great, uh, especially these tournaments because they're yeah. so they're just so enormous now. Yeah. Uh, so like you, the minimum record that you could go in to day two is six two one, for all the viewers that uh, wouldn't know that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I went in at the minimum record, and uh, I'm pretty much in a spot where I either have to go five wins and one tie, or I have to go six and zero. Mm -hmm. uh, against harder competition. And yeah, and, and I'm playing against people that also had to win that many games in day one. Yeah. Uh, so. I did it at the Charlotte. I started at 4-0, um, got an unfortunate ruling with a judge uh, that ended my tie, and then I did my last round. I knew I could do it again. Like I knew once I got to day two, I was going to hit better matchups because less of the janky stuff that I haven't tested against isn't going to be in the meta because the, those decks are technically not like as good. Mm. Um, so I go in. I'm cruising. Uh, I started out 3-0. Uh, I hit Lucas, my teammate was a little unfortunate we wanted to hit a little later in the tournament where maybe we could have tried to get us both in the cut yeah um didn't really work um and then i hit uh someone that was actually from del rio in his first day too Whoa. if anyone knows where del rio texas is okay that is, uh there you go that is a very and he's been to my locals before so oh cool it was, and it was he was he said it was his first day too and i see him at 4-0 in day two yeah so, you like get it man it's awesome yeah it's a very it's a very uh sick accomplishment for uh being it being in your first day too, going 4-0 is really uh -huh. sick. So wow. Um, but the the game was pretty solidly easy. He prized Manaphy and Jirachi game one. Oh. Um, then I just decimated him. Uh, with the like he couldn't protect his board from Greninja. Didn't bench more than two Charmanders at a time. He just kept on getting Greninja and mm. skips that one up. Game two, I didn't have to reveal Mawile game one. So game two, um, he benches all this Pokemon and then I just Mawile. And he's like, I'm going to save us some time. Let's just go get some food. But I know we all need to chill. And I'll just try and win my next one. So we, he scoops that one up. I'm an 11-2-1. Then I go to check Pokestats. And I see my resistance is not amazing. It's like 55%. Oh. And I'm like, I am really going to have to go 6-0 and in day two just to make it into the top cut of this tournament. Yeah. Um, 
So I was just geared. I was just geared up to play my last run. I like knew for a fact I was gonna play my last one. And then I kind of like looked at the standings and could calculate like who I was gonna hit in the last round. Just because the top tables, when you get later in the day, pretty much all of these people with the very high records have already hit each other in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just because like there's the top tables is like there's so many like of the same people that just bounce back and forth. Yeah. Uh, throughout day two, so I knew that uh, Ryan Antonucci had already hit Raymond and Jose Marzin, who were two of the people that had higher records than me so i knew that i had a 50 percent chance to get paired into ryan antonucci that round okay and i was like okay i hit ryan antonucci at charlie he beat me because he i bricked he prized mana fee and he didn't bench that po- those pokemon which was like totally unintentional by him but him prizing mana fee won him the game yeah wow <laughs> that's crazy so, uh, true story yeah but, uh but yeah he um he, he, and then he knew he knew what my deck was, and like we've obviously tested. Like he he's he knows how the matchup goes. I know how the matchup goes. Um, the idea going into that last round is that he was probably going to concede to me instead of offer the ID because it's better for him to concede to me because then there's a chance that he doesn't hit me in the top cut mm. because he would be first seed, I would be second seed. That would mean that if at the worst case scenario for him, we hit in finals, yeah. right? And I'm the only really bad matchup that he could hit in top cut. There wasn't a single other really bad matchup that he didn't want to hit. Okay. So um, he would rather avoid me, for sure. Um, so that's how I went 6-0 in day two. Nice. And uh, ended up making it into the top cut. So. And you were and and for the folks just real quick, you and you were running like a lost box variant, right? Yeah. Is was, that what you would was, call? Um, yeah, I'd say I played. Yeah, I played um Lost on Kyogre. Uh, it was kind of like. If anyone's played the Lost Zone archetype, like with Comfies and the Cramorants and stuff, you're just playing the Kyogre from Celebrations. Um, it's a very high skill ceiling deck uh, where you're just trying to thin out your entire deck by the end of the game to get to zero cards. So you could use cards like Super Rod or Energy Recycler to put energies back into your deck and then use Kyogre's Aqua Storm attack to deal a massive 250 damage to two of your bench- opponent's bench Pokemon, which is... 500 damage in total, which is like one of the most powerful attacks that a Pokemon card has ever been designed to do. Yeah, <laughs> um, very true. That is wild. And then so, I, and then yeah. I want to, I want to get into the top eight now because I watched t- your top eight match from <laughs> beginning to end, and it was a classic in my mind. And I want to dig into the Mawile a little bit, obviously. So you're playing Kamal, you're playing against Roaring Moon, correct? Yes. Yes. And this game goes the distance with one of the craziest game three finishes that I've seen in a long time. But I want to hear it from your perspective. Tell, tell us all about top eight. Yeah, so I'm playing against Kamal. I played against Kamal before at um, Orlando Regionals. I was always from Florida, so I, I think I hit him at Orlando Regionals last year. So he says, oh, this is a rematch. Last year, I um, hit him at Orlando Regionals. The funny thing is that I think I used Ice Q against him, which if you know what Ice Q does... Um, Ice Q says that all of your base opponent's basic Pokemon can't damage it. And he was playing Lost Zone. He was playing like <laughs> Lost Zone Rayquaza. And I scoop him that all my Pokemon and it ended Ice Q with a wash energy oh. against him. Yeah. And can't, uh, can't drop supply damage. And yeah, that, that completely locks his board wow. like Ooh. entirely. So um, he was looking for a little revenge here. Looking for to revenge sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. He was looking for a little revenge. And Kamal, it, for those of y'all that have never heard Kamal's name before, 
Uh, Kamal is one of the best Yu-Gi-Oh players like on the planet. Mm, um, okay, yeah. He yep. um, he has won multiple YCSs, uh, which is like the equivalent of a Pokemon regional. Mm. Um, he he. Th- this isn't really his main thing. He he's a big Yu-Gi-Oh player. Still plays Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I mean that's where he makes his living. Yeah. Uh, but he he's he's come into this Pokemon scene and been pretty pretty good. Good. I don't think he's been this slouch. Um, but yeah, we we play in the top eight. Uh, game one, I win because uh, I hit that. I, I, I think I could have played maybe a little bit better, but um, I think I hit I hit like a save lie at the end of the game just to seal it up. He benched Mew and Squawkabilly, which was definitely I don't think that was really that correct. Um, and it allowed me to pretty much win the game without using Kyogre and just like uh, punish a frenzy gouging by sableying the rest of the damage onto a Squawkabilly and just two hit KOing the Squawkabilly mm. uh, for the game. And then game two, he wins pretty convincingly. I wasn't really get, able to get anything going, uh, like, at all. But the the one thing that did mean a lot during game two is whenever I was struggling, I ended up bossing his Greninja and Mawiling him. And he played an escape rope right away. But then instead of just knocking out my active, he decided to boss my Mawile. Which, unless Mawile, unless he doesn't have any more switching cards... That is just it's extremely an incorrect play. Mm. So that gave me the instant information that he only played two switching cards. Um, yep. Yep. And then I was, I was watching it all happen yeah. in your head, especially and, in game two, and I was like, "Okay, okay, here we go, game three. Let's see what happens." And then, um, and then, yeah, I was just like, it's kind of like adapting to your opponent, like what you think your opponent is playing. Um, game three, uh, we start setting up he gets a pretty good setup. Like, it's his setup's, like, pretty good. Like, he doesn't have to match any of his support Pokemon. He's getting all these booster capsules on his Roaring Moons. He's going to make it really hard for me to pull off this Kyogre to win the game. Um, and plus, he has a Judge available to him. Where I think he messes up is whenever he goes and Ultra Balls twice and then plays a Professor's Research instead of playing a Judge. Even though I did just draw pass, like, I didn't really... I have a lot of cards in my hand. I didn't really play Polaris. I think his thought was is that this dude just... Comfeed and Greninja and passed. Uh, mm. Drew has nine cards in his hand, but he didn't play a Colrus last turn. Mm. So obviously his hand isn't that good, which it wasn't. So he's just thinking like, all right, I'm probably just going to win the game. I, I shouldn't mess with this hand that much. Um, so he he does that. But he, the, the research made him disc- discard both of his switching cards. Oh. So oh. And he already had Greninja on his bench. He already, oh. had, he already had the Greninja on his bench. Um, my hand was boss and mobile. Like I oh. had all of that in there. So oh. um he just played right into that. And uh I actually didn't even mobile that next turn. I think I roped him and he promoted ninja. I could have mobiled that turn. I think I could have. If not, then like maybe not, but I think I could have. But um I decided to hit it with Cram just in case he played one more switching card, just so I'd have like an out with Sableye to take two prizes that way and then um set up for a Kyogre turn the turn after that. Mm. um because obviously like i want to win the game by attacking like that's the, the most safest way to win the game because that's a guarantee yeah um mobile is kind of like depending on what he plays in his deck and then after that my i see my hands just not very good so i'm like all right i kind of like have to commit to this mobile play so i start mobiling him and then i like pretty much by his expression like i could tell that he didn't play another switching card <laughs> um and we just we had that that was a game tempting yeah. trap 
<laughs> did it did, was. did Aiden or uh, did did uh, Kamal just like was he just drawn 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 and then quit or did he just like I didn't watch it did he just give up then at that um, point he, he, no he tried he tried to well I asked for the time and round whenever I started doing it and there was like twenty five minutes and I said okay there's no way that he can he can slow play me for twenty five minutes mm-hmm. like there's just no absolute way yeah like. So I, then I committed to the mobile play, and he said, yeah, I just don't have enough time to do this. Like, there's mm-hmm. just no – there's a, there's no way. Cool. Well, so you made – okay, so then you you make it through Kamal. Who yeah. who, who was your top four match? Uh, I hit Jose Marzan. He was also on Roaring Moon. Okay. Um, oh, interesting. It was uh, – it was – but it was better for me, for sure. Uh, he did not play Booster Capsule, so mm-hmm. there was no way that he could, like his – po- his Pokemon could stay out of Kyogre range. Um, but I mean, he just drew pretty poorly in our set, so it didn't really matter yeah. what he played. Okay. Um, I mean, I think I ran through him pretty, pretty easily. Uh, like game one, Kyogre played and the game, he played it out like the entirely game two. I literally attacked him with Dragonite once and then he concedes the game. Yeah. Uh, it's like why on the stream on the stream, it was like the, literally the top four match just started and they were like, Aiden Coos has two Jose Marzen <laughs> against the finals. I mean, it's it's the funny thing because I also hit Jose at uh, the Charlotte regionals that I won with Eternatus. Oh, and we, we played in the Eternatus mirror. What? In top eight no of, uh, of the same, of the same, yeah, of uh, Charlotte last year. Wow. And uh, I, I dogged him game three by dark patching and attaching to a crowbat and switching into it and he started coughing and passed dang that's what <laughs> took down game three last year yeah. <laughs> oh man so, so you, really your your top eight was just like revenge city here of past matchups yeah, you've apparently, had other regionals apparently yeah it's oh, it's funny. really it's really funny how like everything came for full circle and it's the same thing in the finals with ryan antonucci i know well let's I hit ryan antonucci well, and yeah let's get into it so i know obviously Ryan was trying to avoid this, right? He he did yeah, not want to face you. And here and here you are now. So you're feeling probably pretty good going into this. Yeah, I was well, yes and no. I was uh definitely at the point in the day where I was just exhausted. Um like I I'd been doing homework in between like every single one of my rounds. <laughs> you were doing I had homework. A yeah, I, I um I had I had a lot of assignments due. Uh, oh, man. Number one, I'm kind of a procrastinator, yeah. but like, um, definitely it's always the ones that I do good at are the ones that I'm procrastinating before. Um, I had a lot of work due. I was like, oh, I'm not. I was I didn't think I was giving finals, obviously. So I was like, I have plenty of time to do this work. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it eventually ended up going that way. I was trying to get all my work done and get playing this finals. So. And the top four match just took so long. Like I was waiting for like over an hour for just to just to play the finals match. I sat there and just waited like an, over an hour. Wow. Um, but I, I definitely did feel good going into the matchup. Um, should have been good. Uh I know Ryan has owned me. Like I think I've only beat Ryan. Like we've played a lot of majors before. Mm-hmm. I think he's like four and one against me, five oh. and one after this weekend. Jeez. Um I think the only time I beat him was like at Arlington. We okay. hit, we've hit so many times, and he just completely destroys me, no matter what the matchup is. <laughs> well, um, that's not you. Just got to get out of your head, Aiden. You're fine. You can yeah, win these yeah. matchups against Ryan. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. No, no. So how did game one go? Um. Yeah. Game one. Uh. Unfortunate. Uh. I was playing fine. I think I. I think I could have gotten rid of. I think it was a massive punt. For me not to knock out that Ralts, I had a water energy and a four seal stone off of my last Kofi. Mm. And I was I 
I don't know what I was thinking in the moment. Like, I probably should have, like, there's, it should have always been the Forest Seal Stone. Yeah. Um, I kind of tunneled on, like, thinking that I was going to hit a Pokemon search card off of the, um, off of the Pokestop. I yeah. was like, okay, I have five in my deck, and I'm just going to hit it. Uh, I mean, obviously, I didn't. That's, like, it was just such a really wrong line of play to do. But, I mean, it happens whenever you go through these days. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I definitely messed up there. Uh, I also just get really passive whenever getting rid of my energies. It just hurts like a lot whenever you flower selecting away an energy, especially yeah. multiple so early in the game. Oh yeah. Um, because I only play ten. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I definitely made a mistake there. Um, and then the biggest mistake, the one that um everyone's talking about, the one that's been going around on Twitter a little bit, <laughs> was uh the the Pidgeot V. Yeah. Uh, which uh definitely was uh my mistake uh i know like there's talking about it where it's just like does it deserve to be a dpl yes it probably does deserve to be a dpl mm. um and, like ultimately it's my fault for not knowing what my cards do um it's a lesson for everyone i i'd say like maybe like five percent of the people that were watching the uh the live stream probably actually knew what pidgeot v actually did yeah um yeah it's just uh it's just a really weird ruling um definitely should have known what, what, explain it. Explain it for the folks that are are, are at home or that, oh, that weren't watching or didn't know what was going on. Okay, so um, yeah, Pidgeot V has an attack called Flight Surf. Uh, it does eighty damage, and it does eighty more damage if um, there is a stadium card. If you have a stadium card in play, yeah. Uh, my interpretation of it that I believed that it was is if there was a stadium card in play. Yeah. Um, and the unfortunate. Uh, reality was that Ryan had a collapsed stadium in play, and it was not mine. Yeah. Um, and that caused a like a broken board state. Um, we were able to reverse it just because of how the stream is. You could tell what the prize cards are. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very it's very easy to rewind the board state now just because of uh, the technology we have now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it still was a double prize penalty. Um. Which ended up costing me the game. I think I was fine if I didn't get the double prize penalty. But yeah. um, I mean, stuff happens, and uh, I mean, I'd rather make those mistakes in the finals rather than like making them leading up to the finals. Oh yeah. So, dude, um, I I mean, every ten out of ten players would would if that if they could say, look, you're gonna make it to the finals, but you're gonna lose, and it could be because of an error or something. Make they're all gonna take that, yeah. right? I mean, it's like, yeah. okay, give me a second. What'd you? Seven thousand dollars was that second place money? Yeah, seven seven thousand dollars. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I think those are and Pidgeot V is not a, it's not in your deck usually to attack with. So it's like one of those oh, things no. where you don't read it, right? And you just usually into cycle or use the Forest Seal Stone. So, um, no, man, I don't think it's anything to. Everyone knows how good of a player you are. So, uh, but it it's just a moment. Like again, we have a listener base, and some people play a lot, and some are new, and and we talk about Jared and I talk about you know, making, you know, is it the matchup you have or is it mis limiting mistakes and what's better off for you to perform at your highest and, and mistakes are just part of it. I mean, there's been so many this year, Aiden, like on stream in finals where yeah. just like mistakes, retreating more than times than you're allowed to or yeah. using double supporters or whatever. So yeah, man, don't worry about that. But um, you just, just Ryan, he just plays the mind games on you, dude. There's just something going on with, with the Ryan mind games. So. No, something about it. And then, like, game two, I made a little error. But, I mean, like, I think I think my play significantly increased going into game two. I think I made, like, one or two errors in, in game two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I could just, I could look back and be like, I 
uh i definitely did didn't play my best of in finals but it's like the the more the more that i look back the more i'm just like i'll i'll be back there and i'll be able to at least free myself again and uh hopefully whenever i get back there i can play a little bit better on stream yeah i would i would love i wish i had the stat in front of me but this season how many how many players have made finals that had to go 60 in day 2 like I, I, uh, I don't think I don't think that many at all. Yeah, um, I know for sure Alex Shemansky did it at UIC last year. Okay, um, he did it at UIC. Um, I actually don't know. Like it's it's not very common. No. Uh, just going six zero is is ridiculously uh, difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean it's 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 a challenge. Like you have to go six zero against some of the best players in your region. So yeah, uh, it's it's definitely nothing to. Uh, take lightly for sure man well we're proud of you it was exciting to see you go you definitely had a fan base here in waco rooting for you in other places so um so this season so you're gonna obviously try to what's the next what's our next regionals here is it vancouver or no vancouver vancouver is the best one uh okay. is the next one here there's a couple eu regionals i think there's one in brazil Guayana. okay uh yeah, there's a Guayana one uh utrecht and amps uh in uh the netherlands okay uh this weekend is uh Germany, I think. What is right? is somewhere, Germany? Somewhere yeah, Germany. I don't know. It's it's not uh starts with a B. Um let me pull up Pokey stats real quick. Um, yeah, I'm like Jared and I are the worst at pronouncing the other countries' names or city names. We're just like we butcher them. So I, I'm always yeah. to, like, yeah, Germany. <laughs> we, we I know there. it's in Germany. I, I'm trying to do you uh do you go to some of these international regionals or uh, just the internet i'm i'm i'm, I'm uh, i'll be attending one i think i'm attending uh stockholm this year okay uh oh, cool just just because i think it'll be a cool trip um i yeah i i, I like uh i like traveling too i just like don't have much time with like uh school and stuff to go to these like overseas regionals yeah um i mean i wish they were those yeah i see because then there'd be a pretty good reason to go to australia australia yeah. is one of my favorite places to travel to that'd be cool um but uh, I mean, for the most part, just the internationals are the big ones that I gotta hit. Um, and like, maybe I won't even have to. It's like, I, mean, I know a lot of people travel because it's like they want the easier points. But it's like, if I could still just get some some better finishes in our uh, North American regionals, then like there there'll be no reason for me to yeah try and keep up there. Will you go to? But will, I, will you go to EUIC? Yeah, yeah, I actually qualified for the travel stipend, so Good. I I um I'm pr- I'm like 99 percent going to uic unless okay. there's some like crazy thing that happens yeah well just the prize money increase alone at those just like make it so lucrative to try to make it over there so um, yeah well well sweet man well aiden I, we appreciate you coming on dude i i think i mean we got to check back in with you later on this year and see how things are going um quick before we sign off here what are, are you do you offer coaching sessions are you streaming like are what what are you doing on the side here um yeah i um actually offer coaching on metify uh you could find my page it should just be under aiden coos okay um i'm offering a group uh class on kyogre lost zone uh i'll be on like a big matchup guide plus uh nice. personal session there'll be a lot of there's a q a session afterwards um it's only 15 dollars nice uh, which is less than half of my uh actual coaching rate okay um so that's going to be on uh on metify i have that post on my twitter um check out my twitter it should be at coos aiden um and 
shout out my team, the Daily Grind. But I know they have a TCG player storefront. Uh, go check them out. Cool. And uh, yeah, I think that should be mostly it. All right, man. Well, we'll we'll, we'll definitely uh, have our uh, so we'll put some links up for sure and, and push people that way and, and support you and the team and uh, everything you got going on. So this is great, Aiden. Again, man, thanks for coming on the show. We'll we'll catch up with you later on this year. We'll see you, you know, win win EUIC, win a couple other regionals here. I, I feel that coming, Aiden. You're 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 you're, you're peaking right now. This is good. I'll try my hardest. <laughs> yeah. Cool, Hopefully. man. All right, dude. Well, have a good rest of your day, and uh, we'll catch up with you later. You can find us at roguemedianetwork.com. Teach me Pokemon podcast. Come and dive with us. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.